it's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Sure, it's time for another week of uh, Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paulie G, Paul Grzadka, with you for another Tuesday night. And Andrew Muldock Molinaroli with us, of course, as always. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. All is good in the world. New South Wales have still won and mainly won on the weekend, so all good. <laughs> and Ryan MS uh, joining us back this week. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, very good. Peter Hanscom uh, missing this week in action. He's uh, down with a bit of a flu. I uh, hope you get well soon, Pete, and we'll hopefully hear from you again next week. Uh, but we do have Pat Lyons back with us from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. How are you, Pat? Very well, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, very well. Good to have you back. I know you've uh, been off with a few different things. I think you're in Fiji for for a bit. How was that trip? It was great. Nice little uh, week away. The family, very good. Very good. And now we've uh, got you in an interesting time. We've got this injury to Jonathan Thurston. Um, I guess, you know, we're not getting all the information, but, you know, this shoulder injury hearing things like if he injures it again and it'll be a six-month rehab sentence, um, you know, missing Origin 1, not back for the Cowboys yet, not named in the 17 this week, although we're hearing uh, tonight he will play this weekend, even though he wasn't named in the starting side, he was named in the 21. Look, I know that we can't look at the specifics of Thurston, um, we don't, you know, have all the information in front of us, but what is it in that regards that, that could cause such a serious injury and upon a, um, re-injuring it and you know if, if you were to pick him up as a super coach owner like are you worried all season long another knock could could rub him out or is it uh, you know is it a time frame associated with it well i think if he done if you take it on face value what they reported that if he's done something serious enough for a um for one one knock to so take him out for the rest of the season you can kind of assume that he's got a, you know, a, a tear of some sort, maybe a rotator cup or a labrum, that's um, not insignificant. Um, so I, I would assume that he's going to be nursed through the season, and then possibly there's something to be done at the end of the season. So, right. um, yeah, I suspect he, he, you know, you'll be nervous every time he cops a knock for the rest of the year. Well, he won't play, obviously, in rounds 15 and 18 for you if you pick him up for Supercoach because he'll be picked for Queensland, I'm, I'm sure of it, although we're hearing he'll play this weekend. And, look, there aren't a lot of halves out there. Gareth Widdops, um come back as of last week, a great option to pick up, plays in round 15. Corey Norman's not far away, you know, Paramount of that goodbye draw is you know, not as good as it was a few weeks ago, but you can still get something out of it. But first, it's going to be a tough one because he, he's going to be right there or thereabouts in the top five, six halfbacks when playing but um, you may if you're bringing him back in you may find that you you got to make sure you've got another trade because this this could be something that, that he can't last out the season um, what about in regards to just playing with it and and nursing it in that do you think it's going he's going to have a um, an impact on his ability to, to play will he have you know can he put in that same 100 percent we usually see from him yeah, maybe not defensively he might be no, he's a pretty competitive guy, though. So, you know, if it's in the back of his mind, he's he's always there making those try-saving tackles. And 
Um, the passing game, kicking should be, you know, you shouldn't expect it to knock him around too much. His big super coach point scorers should remain intact. So that's good signs for guys that have held on to him for this long and others that are looking to put him back in the lineup at some point before super coach finals anyway. Uh, another Queensland superstar, Cameron Smith, missed last week. Um, they're saying, again, very cagey with the reports, but uh, possible fractured sternum. Um, some damage to his chest being named this week. Um, Brendan Smith, who filled in for him for half the game, along with Slade Griffin, not named even in the 21. So you'd say that's a pretty good sign. Smith will um, take the field this week, although Slade Griffin has been named on the interchange. So if he is taking the field, it could be uh, less than 80 minutes. So what can we make of of that one, Pat, um, if it is indeed a a fractured sternum or or an injury to his sternum? you know what are what are we looking at time frame and and how does it going to affect him in the games that you know he is if he is going to play through the pain? Yeah, they tend to be a, a problem, not so much of a, you know a, st- a structural concern. That they're, they're pretty stable fractures, so it's not dangerous for him to play. But they bloody hurt, um, so he'll be sore. Um, you know, I, I suspect if this week wasn't the Sharks, they might. They might rest him, but um, so I think he'll probably battle on. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe a couple of weeks off. But um, yeah, it's not like a, a real, a real dangerous one to play with. It's more about can he manage the pain and sort of carry on. I guess with Origin um, around the corner, he's not going to miss that game. I mean, Queensland have got it all on the line. Um, Storm of a buy in round nineteen, so you're going to. You've already copped two games without Cameron Smith if you've held on to him this long. You're going to cop another three minimum. Is this something, let's say, plays through the pain this week because he wants to have a big game against the Sharks. He plays in the Queensland game. Is he going to miss the game after Queensland potentially simply because of, you know, not being able to back up two, three days after? Do you think that's a, that's a possibility? Yeah, I'd probably put good money on that one to have him um, sit out that game after Origin. So there you go, Cameron Smith to miss four out of five weeks, most likely. So that's a big call to hold on to him for all of Origin now, knowing that um, Storm Sharks' first game this round. So you could make the move this round if he's a late withdrawal. I think you're looking at that. Um, we're hearing the only other injury of note, Tyson Frizzell. We're hearing that it was, there was a suspected rib fracture, but the scans were he was cleared any serious injuries, so I guess um, being named this week, there's nothing really to, to worry about there, Pat. Um, you know, these guys are going to play through that, that sort of uh, little knock to the ribs. Yeah, I mean, it'll be sore and, you know, maybe he gets a needle before he plays. Um, but, you know, there's no reason for him to, to not be there and once he's warmed up, I think he'd be moving pretty well. We would just forget about it. All right, mate, thanks very much. Good to have you back on board. And, uh, of course, you can go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, to follow the links there and book online for a 20% discount as Supercoach Pros listener there at Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. And, of course, you can also phone the number. It's a Sydney number, 02-9665-9667. Not just sporting injuries, back and neck as well is Pat's specialty. I very much recommend you go down and see him for all your physio needs. Pat, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again uh, next week. Pleasure. I look forward to it. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, Ryan, big news really about Cameron Smith there from Pat. And 
you know, are you sort of thinking now maybe you've got to move on, if not um, this round, but certainly for round 15? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's uh, an ideal situation um, for him. And if you were Melbourne, you'd definitely be wanting, um, you know, your captain and um, one of your best and most consistent players to um, to have that rest to make sure you're right for the end of the year. So yeah. it's going to be some real hard decisions coming up soon, I, I dare say, uh, especially considering that it doesn't look like he's going to be able to back up. And as Pat said, as you know, it's a tough one to to back up from and he reckons he's going to rest so it's uh yeah round 15 16 18 and 19 he might be missing from your super gauge team i don't know if you can carry a guy that much um wage and andrew the interesting thing is of course we talk about usually after origin we talk about how some teams will start to rest players because they're going well other teams you know they've checked out so you know you've kind of got to eliminate otherwise good super coach options um but this is happening earlier this year because you have teams like the Dragons and the Storm that are performing very well, and they're probably looking at, at guys in their um, lineup and saying, "Well, we can we can rest them. We can already start preparing for finals time." Well, that's right. Especially you know someone like Cameron Smith is so pivotal to Melbourne Storm and a lot of Super Coaches. Um, he's not getting any younger as well, you know, and and you know that's that's a sounds like a pretty bad injury, but you're right. People are, um, I mean, to be fair, I think the top eight is pretty settled. I, I think there's maybe two, maybe three spots up for grad. So maybe I think everyone's really starting to look long-term. And the Panthers, I think, are the two danger, the danger teams. It is pretty settled. Let's look at what we learned from uh, round 13. Well, Jordan Rapana's dynamite. Um, just get him in your lineup. Doesn't matter which way or how. Um, Jason Tamalolo, he's becoming like Paul Gallen, really a safe captain option. And Marty Tapao, Andrew, I'll stay with you. You're, you know, the, the Mighty Eagles, he's pushing for keeper status at the moment. Yeah, mate, when he, when he plays like that, he's, he's a fair fair barometer of how Manly are going to go. If he plays well, Manly usually play well. So, yeah, he's got a good running game. He loves to break tackles, got a good offload and, you know, scores an odd try like he did on the weekend. So he's... um. Yeah, he's pretty dynamic. Um, I'd probably be holding off just for a little bit, but yeah, he's he's um yeah one to watch out for. The second buys in round fifteen. If Tapao's another big game this round, um, you might start thinking about him from round sixteen onwards. Um, Correct, we, know, yep. we know James Desco's still a must own um, after what he did, despite you know the Tigers again losing. The way he played in Origin just shows his his skill level. And the Bulldogs join the Knights. Um, Ryan has no-go zones, it seems. I don't know if you'd go with anyone, even though, you know, I think they play again in round 18. So the Bidraw friendly, but not friendly with their performances on the park. Nah, they're making it real hard to pick anyone from their team at the moment. Um, that was pretty awful on the Sunday. And, yeah, there's no real uh, no real bright spot, um, Supercoach or otherwise, for them at the moment. Spoiler alert, Brenko Lee has been dropped. So there was a few... I think he was about 2% owned, but, you know, there were some rumblings in the Supercoach world of, of, of being a great pod. Well, not so great anymore. He's always performed well Supercoach-wise, but he can't defend. And eventually Des Hazler's had enough. Chase Stanley's back from injury and no more Brenko Lee. Um, let's have a look. I know we're only at round 14, and a lot of people now will, you know, would be... 
rejoicing that they're back to picking from the full 16 teams. Your, your side's probably looking pretty good this um, going into this week. There could be some high, higher scores, um, obviously because of the availabilities, but it's going to revert back um, to type uh, this time of year only a week away, round 15. The trade-ins that we're looking at, I guess you're looking at teams like the Dragons, um, the Titans to some extent, the Tigers who you know aren't going that great at the moment, but maybe you're thinking a no for Luma. Um, there's also Cowboys, of course, and the Storm who play both round 15 and 18. Andrew, um, who are you looking at from those guys to, to be bringing in pretty much from now? Well, I know I, I said steer clear for the last week. Um, Cameron Munster, he's, you know, again proved himself. I think he got 77 on the weekend. The predictor um, never lies, Andrew. He had a great yeah. matchup, didn't he? He did have a good matchup. I mean, to be fair, it was against Newcastle. But yep. <laughs> um, he, yeah, I think last week he was just a bit overpriced, and I think he's looking a bit better uh, this week. So someone like, yeah, Munster at 426, yeah, he, he's. He's definitely worth um, looking at, you know, considering his dual position. And, you know, I still do worry. I think he might be a sneaky mm. to get picked for Origin. Mm. I've really got a feeling that, that they're, they're overhauling this Queensland Origin team and I've got a sneaking sus- suspicion that he's going to somehow make it into the team. So maybe... Thurston maybe and Milford are both an injury clouds. Munster would probably be next in line. Which is, you know, it's crazy to me because I, I think DCE has earned his um, earned his spot, but I think he's, for some reason or another, I think his uh, acrobatics a couple of years ago has really rubbed up the Queenslanders mm. the wrong way, so I don't think he's going to get a shot. So I really do think Munster's, you know, probably next in line. Um, as for anyone else, I, I mean, like you said, Tigers aren't doing great, but not, not for Lumi, just constantly pumping out the scores and, you know, he's, he's not origin relevant, so he's going to... He's going to play the games for you. He's just such a good point of difference. And like I said, he keeps pumping out scores. And if he's running off Teddy, you know, he's going to score some tries. So, yeah, I really like those two guys. Um, Ryan, anyone else to add from um, those two guys that you're looking... I guess we've been talking about it a bit over the past couple of weeks because already you're really looking at guys you want to keep around to the end of the year in the main... Yeah, well, that's right. Um, the guy who I was thinking of, um, who has been performing pretty well over the past few weeks, um, and that's despite the um, the Titans' up and down form, is um, Ash Taylor. Uh, he got seventy four points this round, just gone, and they weren't in the team, and they weren't great against he the didn't Cowboys. Even play that well, did he? No, and like I mean, he scored a try and stuff like that, so it buffed out his points a little bit. But nonetheless, he's been scoring about sixty odd um, average round. And his last five has been a little bit higher than about sixty-two. Um, so he's, I think he's an option at three eighty-seven. He's you definitely may, an option, but you may it's have Nickel just... Clockstad, and you may be now ready to move on from him, and you know he might be able to make it work with you got a bit of money up your sleeve, or or you know a dual trade. I think Gareth Widdop. Um, for mine, would be higher rated than Taylor, but maybe you maybe you need to overhaul your halves. Maybe Cody Walker's not oh, yeah. doing it for you. You know, maybe Absolutely. you need them both. Absolutely, with Widdup, um it's just the only th- the only reason why I picked um, ta- uh, Taylor was uh, Widdup's at the four eighty eight mark, and I'm assuming that he's going to go up a little bit as well. 
in, interesting yeah, with, with Gareth Gareth Widdop and and again, you know, you gauging it off the Supercoach, you might own, you know, the um, Supercoach Gold, um, which is a yeah, great service. We recommend it, but also our predictor looks at things a little bit differently, which also affects the costings. We've got Widdop a slight downgrade this week against the Bulldogs due to lose 20-odd thousand. So, you know, although he went gangbusters last week, we're still looking at that there could be an adjustment there. So maybe you're waiting on Widdop one or, or, you know, you're not going to wait two rounds because you want him for round 15, but but he's likely to go down um, at least next week before bumping back a little bit the week after. So um, Munster's a guy who we probably missed his big game um, against the Sharks, you know, again, the the downgrade. Um, Maybe you can wait a week on him, Tahu Harris, similarly. Um, Whereas Taylor and Nofaluma, they could could work out very well for you this, this round. So there's a few interesting ones there. I don't mind Tahu Harris against the Sharks. Um, he is due to lose $11,000 after this week. So maybe you're waiting another week on him as well. Um, I know that it's... And some, some people that they already have picked him up. But Andrew Jordan Rapana, I know he's not playing in round 15, but the way he's gone... And again, the matchup's not exclusive against the Panthers, but just he's been so outstanding, you'd almost have to have to consider just bringing him in anyway, regardless of the buys. Yeah, I mean, it was a similar situation to, you know, Paul Gallon early on in the year or, or Tommy Turbo. You know, sometimes you you just got to bite the bullet and, and, you know, pay the cash because Rapana doing the things that he's doing, uh, it's not out of the question putting, you know, the C next to his name and him getting 300 points, you know, he's, he's that good. He's, he's scoring that many points and... He's so consistent, you know. Even if he doesn't score a try, he's breaking tackles and making hit-ups over eight metres, you know. So he's he's just, yeah, his work rate's pretty high. So um, they're all attacking stats. And, yeah, we know how Canberra have got to click into gear soon. And, yeah, he's he's probably the catalyst there. They've got to make a run at the finals. And Leilua Rapana is going to be a big part of that if they do. Uh, team changes for round 15 now, and we've got um, Jack Bird, James Maloney, Wade Graham, Andrew Fafita all come back for the Sharks. Edric Lee, Farmanu Brown, Kurt Capel, Jeremy Lattimore are out. Chris Hyington goes to the bench. Cameron Smith, we talked about him earlier, he's a big in this round with Slade Griffin going to the bench. Um, look, if you own Smith and you're thinking, I've got to get rid of him before round 15, you've got a great advantage here in round 14 because the Storm play the first game. So if he ends up getting, you know, has a late withdrawal, we tweet out an hour before kickoff, you can quickly make your mind up then if you want to, you know, cop another zero for, from him or find an alternative or, yeah, use him as one of your two two trades this week. Jordan McLean also swaps with Tim Glasby. There is no Brennan Smith, interestingly enough. He's not even in the 21. So that gives some cause to reason. Yes, Griffin's on the bench, so Smith might not play 80, but... You know, it'd be I'd be surprised if Smith doesn't play at all, and Griffin's then forced to play eighty, unless Riley Jacks fills in there, or Kenny Bromwich, I guess, could as well. Man, uh, Manly v the Knights, George Tafua out, John O'Right in. We know Tommy Turbo named in the twenty-one. Andrew, you called it last week. We're now hearing he's pretty much dead set going to play. 
Yeah, and I mean, we did say that he's yeah probably going to come back early. This is a bit surprising. Um, I'd still be holding off on him, just waiting till because he still could play Origin. He's playing you know, the nines, but and we know what happened with Munster last week and Tom Tommy at fullback, like he's sec, second highest in the predictor overall. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. So I mean. I got rid of him because I thought he'd be out for eight weeks. So as, as I can't, we think we I, had to do. I, I couldn't. I can't get him in, back into the squad this week just just because. Yeah, he's he's pushing five hundred thousand. I think so. Um, hopefully, for Supercoach, he doesn't <laughs> go absolutely bananas and you know inflate his price a bit more. But um, yeah, I, I think he, after round fifteen, he's he's a must-have. It'll be interesting to to see exactly um, what happens. You could, again, second game of the round, you could hold off on, on the trade and save one there for mid-round. Um, the Knights bring Mitchell Barnett in at lock. Luke Yates, Josh King on the bench, Sam Stone out. Brisbane v South. Anthony Milford's back, as is Cody Nicarima via the bench. No Benji Marshall or Jaden Sewer, although they're both in the 21. Um, Bryson Goodwin back for Souths. George Burgess is the prop. Tyrrell Fumono is on the bench. No Robbie Rocco. Gold Coast v New Zealand. Warriors, The Pete, uh, Nathan Peets is in at hooker. Jared Hayne, interesting one here. Ryan named at fullback. He's been pretty disappointing supercoach-wise pretty much all year besides a couple of games there where he came good. Um, can he rediscover something playing at fullback, you know, all through this origin time where he's got a bit of his mojo back and running? I think it's a good spot for him if he's going to do that. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, whether or not I trust him is another question. Um, he, he well, look, he's clearly an enigmatic player. Doesn't seem to go off big, uh, and I think fullback's definitely the spot to do it, um, especially against a Warriors team that seems to be so all over the shop. You just can't, you just do not know what you're going to get each week. We've got Dale Copley on the wing to... Um, sorry, Dale Copley moving to the centres and Will, Will Zillman on the wing to cover Jared Hayne. Leverhai Pulu has been named at Locke and McQueen in the second row, but last week we saw Morgan Boyle get a shot in the, in the back... In, in the, on the right edge, I should say, McQueen playing in the middle, interestingly enough. Kane Lawton and Tyrone Roberts move back to the bench from last week's team and Nathaniel Petteru is out. The Warriors just the one change. Jacob Lilliman comes in at prop... James Gave is out with an injury. Bunti Afoa is a new bench man. Penrith v. the Raiders. This will be a good game out at Bathurst. They seem to have made a bit of a, uh, a tradition of this, or a, you know, starting the tradition anyway, of playing the, the Raiders-Panthers game out at Bathurst. Penrith the one from 17 after their big victory on Sunday. The Raiders lose two of their big boppers, Shannon Boyd and Dunamis Louie. Luke Bateman is back from a thumb injury in the middle third. Royce Hunt is going to be a cheapie. We're going to have it. keep an eye on. He's coming in on the bench. Um, one, another one of those names that you you, don't, you want to make sure you get right. Um, Parramatta v. the Cowboys. Josh Hoffman and David Gower both out injured. Um, Gold Coast um, mid-season recruit Nathan Davis comes in on the wing. He was quite a good um, cheapie early on last year, so we'll just be keeping a little eye on Davis with Parramatta having such a good buy draw, um, whether he's someone worth bringing in as a value um, add. Tim Manor at prop is back from injury. Daniel Avaro moves to the bench, and we should note Corey Norman in the 21 um, there. I'm not sure if he's going to be right for this week or next, but he's certainly close. 
um, and that would cause a Parramatta reshuffle. So maybe Davis doesn't end up playing because you could have Gutherson moving out to the wing or fullback and French to the wing to accommodate Norman in the halves. Speaking of halves, Kyle Labert gets an opportunity for the Cowboys now. He's been listed at 5'8", so it'll be interesting. You might send a tweet out to um, Tommy Sangster and the boys there in, in the Supercoach um, land because Kyle Labert's only allowed to play at halfback at the moment. He's not a dual-position player. This guy would be an interesting trade-in um, if he does keep his halves role for next week um, as an out-and-out cheapie but you would want him as a dual position player because you're probably hoping he turns into a nufty later on in the year. Justin O'Neill is back as well, so Javid Bowen moves back into the 21. No Ray Thompson. Um, Thurston has been named in the 21. We're, we're hearing Thurston may end up playing. In fact, it's probably more than not likely he will. So even though Laybutt's been named, he may not get a Guernsey this week, but it's still important for next week um, because that's obviously when the Cowboys are playing in all those buys. The Tigers feed the Roosters. Suaso Su comes back in for Chris Lawrence, who's out injured. Mitch Pearce back for the Roosters. Um, Connor Watson goes to the bench. No, Zane Tetavano. And the Bulldogs, St. George. Some changes for the Bulldogs. Josh Reynolds and James Graham, along with Brett Morris and Chase Stanley, all back from injury. So Lee and Holland um, drop out. Montoya keeps his spot. That terrible right-edge defence has just been decimated by Des Hasler. Um, going with a, with a new look there. Francis Tuolala, Craig Garvey also miss out with Sam Cassiano and Matt Frawley going to the bench in the Dragons. Well, they don't need to make any changes. They're 1-17 to 17 from last week. And they're all the team changes. Let's look at um, what the predictor's saying. Um, and looking at... Sean Johnson, been a bit up and down, Ryan. I know you're not his greatest fan, but he's predicted to do best from Tom Trebojevic, um, who we also mentioned just earlier. This time of year, I'll let you two guys fight it out because I know you stand on the opposite ends of the spectrum, Ryan. The Sean Johnson, um, I guess we'll start with you, Andrew. The Sean Johnson for, and then we'll go to Ryan for the against. And Andrew, take it away. Oh, yeah, so... Everyone who knows me knows I'm a, I'm a massive Johnson fan. I know, I know he can be a bit up and down, but he, just every now and then he's got the ability just to make you fall in love with him again and he'll pull out a score of over 100. So I, I really think, you know, Titans, as good as they are going... or as you good see as how defense, good Michael Morgan was on, on last weekend? That's, that's, and Johnson, I think, has got more ability than... Than yep. Morgan in that in that regard, I mean, Supercoach was so. I mean, the worries it's the same old thing every year, isn't it? So they're due to start their run. So you know, it's it's Sean Johnson Johnson territory um, origin period, and I think like we've seen in the past, I think yeah. He's just one of those set and forget kind of players. You take the good with the bad with him, and and. Like like we saw a couple of weeks ago, scoring 110. I think I think he's due for a, another big score. Ryan, um, I know that even though he did quite well in the end, Supercoach wise, you know there was some frustrations with the game on Friday night. What you know, what are you going to do, Mr. Sean Johnson? Yeah, look, he's difficult to put a gauge on, and yeah, I'm not in love with him at the moment. I can tell you that um, he's he's just not. It just seems to be lacking something. I know that his scores have been okay and up there, and he's 
and he got a 60-odd last week. Um, but, jeez, I'm probably going to give him this week, if I give him this week. <laughs> He's due to make 42,000. Now, that's based yeah. upon the prediction of scoring 100. But if he sco- his break-even is 20. So if for that yep. alone, you've probably got to give him this week. Yeah. Um, I just don't see him dominating um, the Titans. They seem to have a bit more... Um, they seem to have a lot of grunt in them um, in terms of, um, you know, pride pride in their team, something that the Warriors seem to be lacking a bit at the moment. It's a litmus test game, that's for sure. If the Warriors are going to make a run at this time of year, as they usually do, they'd have to uh, win on the Gold Coast. They haven't won in Australia yet this year. Stephen Kearney's record, I wouldn't mind looking that up in Australia. It wouldn't be very good. Even when he was coaching in Australia. <laughs> An Australian <laughs> team, I think his win record was still, he, yeah. Like I said, I, I'm not going to go out and on a limb, but maybe it's zero. I don't know. I mean, he didn't give a lot of he didn't have a lot of wins with the Eels. So, <laughs> all right, um, Tom Dvorovich second from um, this great matchup between the Tigers and the Roosters. Well, the game's probably going to be one sided, but Daniel Tupo versus David Nofaluma. Um, Tupo ranked third this week and Nofaluma fourth. They come up against each other, so all-out attack, not so much defence there. Josh Papali, um, expect him to have a big game there against the Panthers. They have been... They were better last week, but then again, it was uh, it was a pretty insipid effort from the Bulldogs, but generally um, left second rowers have done really, really well against Penrith this year. Um, we talked about Tupo, Latrell Mitchell gets a big uptick this week, so he's going to be in and around your lineup still, even though he's been very much hit and miss. Angus Crichton and Sam Burgess for the Rabbitohs should do well, as should Jason Tamalolo. And Daly Cherry Evans, um, Andrew talked about him, is certainly right up there, as are some more Warriors players against the Titans. Kieran Foran and Roger Tuovasa-Shek. A lot of people will be moving on from Tuovasa-Shek. Perhaps give him this week Fullbacks have gone very large against the Titans most of the year, so there is an opportunity. There's a lot of upside there into Vasashek. Of course, we do the um, pre- we do the predict- predictions for our app and our predictor service on the app. There, you can find um, not only all the information for the predictor for your price rises, price falls, best for this round, Moneyball, um, and uh, Moneyball team best H value value. You can also get all the blogs. You get all the information of the recaps, the previews. You get um, this very podcast delivered straight to your phone, as well as all the Facebook and Twitter stuff. I highly recommend it. Um, at the Go to the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links there. It's on the iTunes store, um, the I, sorry, the, the Apple store or the Google Play. Um, Ryan, we should say with Moneyball again, massive weekend. Um, getting the big one on the Super Saturday, being able to come first again, just the predicted what it can achieve, and you know the cost of the app is negligible compared to the the amount um, given out in money pool. Yeah, well, you nailed both. You know, you get a first on a Saturday and then a top ten on the on the Sunday. Um, that's that pays for it. Um, you know, ten times over, <laughs> just yeah. right right then and there. <laughs> so, look, it's you know. You don't have to be a maths genius um, to figure that out, to figure that out. So, look, it's all there. It's all there. We're saying it each week. All the information's there. All you got to do is look at it, put your team in, and you know the, the proof's in the pudding, really. 
All right, let's move on to the tweets now. And at E Rascals asks, can I start nothing it out yet? I want to have a lot of cash ready for four trades next week. Look, I did mention Kyle Labert as a potential future nothing that you get something out of now. Um, Andrew, I mean, why not? I've got a guy that, that I, you know, a real hit and hoper in Isaiah Papali, who looked good in pre-season. Um, and for me, he's just a, a season-long nufty now because, you know, he's not coming in, but I, I don't want to waste that trade when I can rotate other guys. Um, I don't I don't see the harm in, in getting a couple of those, those guys in, um, just depending on how you're looking around 15, 18, and, you know, whether you're willing to take a zero there to save to save a trade and to be stronger later on. Yeah, I don't mind that either. I mean, I've got Mossadreki on my on my bench, you know, so he's you know bargain basement. And like we said, we don't want to start. Burning, we want to start finalising our team for. Yeah, you want your final later 18, on. 19 top players, and you don't want guys if you vice captain loophole and someone's scoring a twelve or a twenty on your bench. You need them either exactly. playing or or costing you nothing and not playing. Exactly. So yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind that at all. Um, like I said, I've I've already started planning for the back end of the season, so I think it's a good idea to start doing the same. Next question comes from Kim Jong and Chill at Kim Jong and Chill. Love that Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> he asks, "Is Isar Yo a CT?" W, Keeper. Now, we didn't quite get to him on our predictor. We got to Tuvasa Shek, but the two names after Tuvasa Shek are Marty Tapao and Isaiah Yo. And Yo is due to go up second most after Jordan Rapana this week alone. Ryan, does that help you with, with that decision? Um, Panther's obviously playing round 18. Whether he's a keeper or not, I don't know, but maybe he is a guy that, that you're looking for here with the potential. Uh, absolutely. Look, to be honest, um, he's kind of been a little bit under the radar. He's uh, just quietly going about his work, and I guess he's under the radar because the Panthers were going so poorly. Mm. Um, we know Pete's liked him for, I think, even last year. He talked about him a few times on the show as someone just to keep an eye out on. And um, it's starting to happen. And I I don't know, Ryan, like, Penrith look like they're going, I mean, they've won three in a row, but they just got that feel of a team that could win six, seven, eight, kind of like the Sharks did last year. Got a real long run of wins. Yeah, they've they've definitely got that feel about them. They've got that. They looked really uh, sharp um, and just like they could do anything um, against the Bulldogs. And it's you know the last the two weeks before that they came back from huge first half deficits, you know, to win easily really in the end. Um, and yo. He's just yeah racking up the points. Sixty three is his average. His last th- his last three round average is ninety five. Mm. His and, last five round is seventy six. That's huge numbers. And that dual position and and there's a lot of good centre and wingers this year. And that's the thing. So maybe you're thinking, well, I don't need to to go to those safer options like a Manu Mau, even Tohu Harris, as I. Uh, but that could change very fast, and 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 you could end up you know taking some hits on your centre and wingers if you've just gone all for those high ceiling, low four players. So, look, I, it's worth a bigger, you know, looking at, at it a little bit further, Andrew, because Penrith, I like guys like Matt Moylan 
you know, now Trent Merrin could could come back in. Um, however, Nair is back and going well, you know, not long after I'd moved on. Um, Josh Mansour could be a keeper to, of note. Nathan Cleary's getting back to last year's form. There's a number of guys there from the Panthers that you could start bringing in and having all the way through. Well, I know a lot of people were planning their seasons around, you know, stacking up yeah. good players from from the Panthers and because of their awful start, we're trading them out. So it's, I mean, if you want to burn the, the trades, that's fine. I, I Just going back to Yo, I, I think there are probably better options out there. Um, I know Ryan did touch on his, his, his average and it is pretty astounding, but I think, I think there are probably better options out there at the moment. But yeah, but going back to the the Panthers as well, I think Cleary's definitely a good option, especially if Panthers are scoring points. You know, he's a very very good kicker, so he's going to add those points and um, get those up for you. So yeah, I, I, like like I said, I think there are probably better options in the uh, centre three quarter line. But um, yeah, Yo, it's yeah, he's, it's it's a tough one for now. Adam Robertson, 78, asks, want to get to power in my team this week versus the Knights. Have to trade Croker to get him. I know Croker was a keeper, but should I do it? This is another one probably to throw all the way around the round table. Um, to power has been good. I know Andrew had said earlier, maybe not yet, but yeah, Croker's pretty good too, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's real tough. Um, look, the only thing that makes me kind of balk at that... Um, is that Joe Croker kicks goals. Um, and the thing is, with Canberra now, they're, are they starting to, you know, are they starting to build much like in the same way that Penrith seem to be? Is, you know, Canberra's, you know, been losing close games, you know, their form's not been great, but are they, are they you know, priming themselves for a run now? If that's the case, we saw last year, they're going to score a lot of points. Um, and Croker's obviously... Is a noted try scorer as well as a goal kicker, so he gets that little extra. But geez, it's hard to deny um, that Marty Tapao is um, is going massive at the moment. Like for for um, front row, was a dual player as well, front row, second row. Um, he's absolutely braining it. Like seventy two average is huge for a guy um, that plays in that position, um, and ends up. You know, he's, he's, yeah, I, I don't know. I The, the only thing against I, I'd keep Croker if I had yeah. Croker, put it that way. If you can somehow get get around and not having to power, have to get him for the Knights. And one thing I would say with forwards against Newcastle, because there's more tries on offer and usually it's the backs scoring them, and then you've got the break in play with time's ticking away where they're kicking goals, you know, post-tries, and you actually your chance for your points per minutes for those real base stat meter eaters and tackle ma- makers, they usually have downgrades against bad teams like the Knights and the Tigers because they're not literally making those tackles and making those hit-ups because there's so much more downtime in a game even though the clock's ticking. So I don't know if you if you have to rush to get to power in your, your team this week versus the Knights. I mean, yeah, you might score a try or two and then you go, well, I should have had him. But beyond that, he's not going to get the base stats that he will get against a stronger team like the Raiders, where he has to be at you know his peak, um, and he was. So wait two weeks, then you get him in round 16. You've got him all the way through. 
um, because round 18 manly play and you've still got to keep Croker that way. I don't know. Andrew, you know, is that, is it, is that the way to go or have you got different? I think, yeah, I, I agree with you, Paul. I think, um, I think we wait. Uh, he's 470. I mean, it was his highest score of the, of the round last round. So of the year, sorry, last round. So, um, again, Ryan said, yeah, his average is awesome. And yeah, points per minute's great at 1.3, but I, I don't know. I, I'd be waiting. I'd be waiting until after the buy. Just it, it's it's tough getting a guy in and then having him sit, sit out the next week. So mm. um, yeah, I'd be waiting. And uh, David Spadara asks, thought on Lachlan Fitzgibbon as a cheapy option. Ryan, any <laughs> nights play? You're kind of closing your eyes, aren't you? No, no, it's a no, <laughs> it's a no from me. Not not to do not not for anything to you know downgrade this this kid's skill or whatever, but no, he's going to um, play eighty super coach wise potentially, and I guess there's something in it for that. But Andrew, I'd well, say save it for your money ball team. Yeah, yeah mate. Um, uh, one word answer. <laughs> and yeah, I think I think you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, look, and he could surprise. And the Knights do play in round eighteen. I'm not that worried about it. At this point, you should have had enough. You know, those sort of cheaper guys that you've made enough cash and now you're really just looking at all big names. Um, and then Nufties, like uh, uh, E underscore Rascal said earlier, yeah, that's where we're at already, round um, 14, and that's where we're at. But hopefully, David, you've been listening all year and you've, your side's pumped and it's full of cash. And, you know, if you had to, you had to, but I'd be very worried if you were stuck with Fitzgibbon on your bench in round 2021. He's coming off the interchange playing 20 minutes, costing you auto emergencies. Um, I just I don't think a lot of good can come out of it. Although, if he plays 80, he will see an uptick. But again, save it for your money ball. You'll get him at value <laughs> there, and you can get, get good uh, cost per point. All right, that that does it for the another week, and... Um, Guys, a great show, and you know, keep those tweets coming. You know, follow us there on Twitter at Supercoach Pros and Facebook. You can send us messages via Facebook as well. If you don't have a, um, a Twitter account and you want to um, get involved, you can do that by the Facebook page at Supercoach Pros. Um, and don't forget to buy the app. It's just, it's you know, just because it's mid-season, if you haven't got it yet, jump on, still get it. There's still so many ways that, you know, you can take advantage of, of what it offers, um, as we just noticed from this weekend gone. And um, we'll be attempting to get up a special State of Origin Moneyball um, thing as well, because we had a couple of uh, requests for that um, after Game 1. So that's another reason to own the app there. Find it on, via the links, www.supercatchpros.com. Ryan, thank you very much. We'll um, talk to you next week, no doubt. Yeah, no worries, mate. And Andrew, thanks very much for tonight, and uh, could be another big week for the Eagles <laughs> coming up against the Knights on Friday. Yeah, maybe we've got the buy. I mean, uh, Newcastle. <laughs> Two <laughs> buys. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then the buy. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Oh, dear. I thought you were going to say we've got the automatic two points and the buy next <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm Paulie G. Paul Grisadka. Peter Henskin back with us next week. Thanks very much to Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care for his injury report. And we will see you again next week on the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Bye for now.